magic. Do you remember being a beginner? On Novice Beginnings, two close friends recall the first time they tried something new or ventured into the unknown. What's up, everybody? Episode 2, Novice Beginnings. Your boy Jacob and Brenton, your two favorite Canadian permanent residents. How you feeling, buddy? Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling, uh, feeling stable. Feeling That's right. Permanent. I got my permanent residency today. Yes. So this is Welcome a good way to celebrate. Welcome to the club. You still can't vote? I still can't vote. You can still be deported if you do something bad, like a really, really shitty episode of the podcast. So watch your back, son. Yeah, I got to be careful. You know, so uh, we got a, we got we got first breakups today. It's one for all you lonely hearts out there. We're amplified by Quandy. Our guts are filled with digesting injera. Had a little Ethiopian food before this. Yeah. We're sponsored by MSN Messenger and text message. Any other awkward forms of getting that breakup through? I wish we got that MySpace sponsorship, but Tom wouldn't get back to us. Fucking Tom. Apparently that guy is living a really lavish life right now. He just travels. He got all that money from Rupert Murdoch and he's just he's just having a good time. And I would love to hear his breakup stories because I bet he's broken a few hearts himself. I um, feel like Tom would have millions of breakup stories. Yeah, I mean, you know, he seems like a polyamorous dude. <laughs> but anyway, man, let's, uh, let's let some awkward male bonding rear its ugly head. <laughs> and you know, I want to be one of those guys today, you know, those guys that says to, says to women... No, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy, you know. Like, like those those guys that that, that feel like by saying that they're gonna absolve themselves of of, of any doubt at all. Um, yeah, I, I, I was thinking it'd be really funny for this since we're talking about breakups. If we just like had quotes from people that we'd broken up with, just being like, "Oh my god, that, that would be amazing." Stink. It would be good to get the other perspective. I hope someone forms a podcast out of this to challenge the stuff. That I we imagine said. some of the quotes that would be sort of uh, reliterated through our own sort of mouths is stuff like fuck you <laughs> people won't pull any punches man i, w- I want to say in advance that i've i've made some mistakes in my life especially we all have but yes. uh you know i think uh, i think hopefully you'll refreshingly relate so let's get into it man let's, let's I'm, I'm excited for this one let's talk about let's talk about those those breakups so um uh, first one, I just joined a new school, and uh, let's let's call this story the beanbag pickup line. <laughs> Did okay. I reel you in with that one? Yeah, I'm I'm 100 percent attention. I hope beanbagging right isn't a weird sexual move because that's well, not why I said it. Okay, when you said beanbagging, I just remembered that in school that beanbags were a thing. Dude, beanbags. 
They were like bubble chairs. You remember bubble chairs? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> beanbags were comfy. I had a bunch at my parents' house, but like, you know, they all get ruined. But anyway, so we're going to call this the beanbag pickup line, and you know why. Joined a new school, found my crew, Was I think I was like 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Found found the, the rejects, the losers, the car park crew we called ourselves because we hung out <laughs> in the car park at the back. No one knew we were back there. We could do our own thing. Bunch of punk kids. You know, one of the first the first girls that I I met, uh, you know, was like wearing like a NoFX hoodie or something. You know, mm-hmm. we were we were into it, and um, she was round at my house one day on the at these uh, I had a pretty nice sized bedroom. My parents' old place, and I had had a couple of big bean bags. You know, mm. we ended up sharing a bean bag and making out that night. And it was you Damn. know, it was my first makeup. Make out, of course, everyone remembers their first. And you know, for, for most of us, it was a pretty exciting time. So you know. But, but, but anyway, you know, the big thing is like kids talk, right? Yeah. Kids talk about relationships. And it's almost like, I don't know if you found this man, but it's almost like kind of embarrassing to be in a relationship when you're a kid in school because everyone talks about it. Everyone gossips about it because they haven't got anything else better to do. Oh, absolutely. It's this sort of weird sort of thing where everyone's not really doing so well with the opposite sex, but everyone's giving off this illusion that they are. Yeah. And then you sort of feel like, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I guess I should preface that this was my first girlfriend other than all the ones I made up before that. The ones I met on the family holiday in Turkey. Oh, so you actually, <laughs> you, you went down that path. I don't think I actually really did. But, you know, we, I don't know. We, I, don't, I don't really remember if I made up any stories. But, you know, it was like you mate <laughs> Gaz who, who had sex when he was 11, but on, on vacation. Yeah, isn't that like in an Portugal. in-betweeners? And no one ever, no one ever met or saw a picture of the girl. And that was also a plotline in the Inbetweeners, wasn't it? The uh, British. <laughs> it was, a, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, that's because that's what that's what kids did. And anyway, so, but you know, I as a kid, I, I didn't stick to my guns. I didn't defend myself and her. I like let people bully me about it. Let people make me feel bad. And I'm gonna preface: I'm not a tall guy. I'm relatively short. I she, believe she you. was. She was like your height, dude already oh really we were like, like 14 she was like six like foot. seven foot tall yeah 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 uh, by the <laughs> way if, if, if you're listening to this i'm sorry i was such a terrible little rat of a kid but um, i didn't do anything like really terrible i just did, i you know so anyways my first relationship i didn't know how to handle a relationship i didn't you know i just joined schools i d- dove headfirst into it you know and i didn't stick to my guns i didn't defend a relationship although you know ultimately she was a cool person and i did bit did did um, a bunch of dumb stuff and and you know eventually I kind of fooled myself into thinking it wasn't right I was chasing other people at the time as well like I jumped into the first thing I could because I'd never kissed a girl and I was excited I didn't give it time and uh, anyway so I broke up with her in a very wordy email oh my god do, <laughs> do you know what my email address was back then dude it was hebrewhunter <laughs> gmail.com <laughs> Star of David 69. <laughs> I'm Jewish, by the way, everyone. Um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, my email address was can't believe you're mailing me at blueyonder.co.uk. Oh my God. Amazing. Don't bother emailing it, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't look in that inbox anymore. I don't know if it still exists. So, you know, she got it from can't believe you're mailing me. And sure enough, I don't believe I got a response. But the problem was everybody hated me after that in the car park crew and i um and no one wanted to date me so even, even the people that like me but anyway eventually a girl did come over and you know nothing happened we just kissed or whatever and then she was a friend of the other girl felt bad the next day was like we can't we can't do that again 
and everyone was giving me dirty looks the next day and i was like what and uh so you were never truly ostracized from never no no never truly ostracized but there were a few people that didn't like me after that anyway so everyone was giving me dirty looks and this one this one guy was like i can't believe you used the same pickup line on her as well and i was like what do you mean he's like the beanbag pickup line (laughs) it's not a pickup line it's just a place i made out with girls because the bed felt a little too adult so anyway that's my beanbag story does uh what kind of furniture does your story involve start it with a piece of furniture and i'm with you i'm with you all the way man piece of furniture you know that's a that's a good one the only like real specific thing that you can sit in that i remember from my story was a trolley you know like a supermarket trolley but that's that's not really a huge part of the uh, story. My story sort of comes from like the fifth or sixth grade. Say fifth or sixth because it's a little bit. I'm I'm 32, so you know we're going back quite a big chunk of time. We're going back like 25 years. Wait, no, I'm not that old. Okay, we're not going back. <laughs> we're we're going back 20 years. We're going we back right two decades. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I'm not that old yet. But there was this girl, and you know I was at that age where. You're not really, you know, it's very innocent. Everything's really innocent at that age, unless you're a total degenerate. But it was pretty innocent for me. And uh, I remember going to my friend's birthday party. And I just, at the time, felt like this girl was completely and totally out of my league. Just felt as if there was no way. And it it just felt unattainable. And we were at his party and we just held hands. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. It was just amazing. I was holding hands with this girl that I just thought was the best, which is kind of creepy because, you know, I was, she was 11. You held hands with a child. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was a child too. Still. <laughs> Weren't you a model too? A runway At that age, I was. You were a yeah, model too. So parents... actually, actually, you were out of her league. Brent was a runway model, as a, an Australian runway model. He used to wear like uh, like dingoes skin coats and things. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. Actually, one runway show I did was during it was like multicultural week in Australia, and I guess I was a representative of Australia. This is amazing because I have never told you this story. So this is fantastic. This is so genuine. But I was a representative of Australia and all these other cultures had these really interesting sort of, you know, that that would bring out the instruments of their culture or it would be some kind of dance. But for Australia, our interpretation wasn't even, you know, indigenous, which it probably should have been. It was me bouncing a basketball across the stage (laughs) stopping and then someone did a backflip joined me and then we just passed the basketball back and forth for like a couple of minutes and then just walked off stage that was it dude that's but that amazing. was my big gig that was like the biggest one i ever it did been a boomerang why was it a basketball <laughs> Could you imagine? there was no second person it was just me throwing a boomerang and it just kept miraculously coming back anyway let's boomerang this okay, conversation I, I'm back already, yeah, so totally far off track it's like who am i even talking about anymore but no so you know i i hold hands with this girl and it's amazing and i remember she changes schools and you know this was total bummer at the time and you know i think I figure we just keep in touch. We keep in touch. We go to movies, you know, really innocent. And so I would call her house. And, you know, it was such a nerve-wracking experience. As an 11-year-old calling another girl 
you know, because now everything's text. But back then, uh, you 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 dial the landline. You you have to speak to a dad or a mum or a sister. Mister Irwin, is your is your daughter home? <laughs> I, I can't even do my own accent as a joke. I couldn't do it either. <laughs> but I would call and I would get her and invite her to the movies. And every single time she would say, oh, I'm actually really busy. And I mean, which is hilarious she because 11. it's an 11 year old telling me they're too busy. And you were the model. You were probably busy modeling. I was, I was, I was open to, to including her in my insane schedule as an 11 year old <laughs> runway model i am just swamped in paperwork <laughs> do you know how much i have to do this week alone i have to clean my room i gotta read this book for homework <laughs> teacher will know if i didn't read it but i just kept calling and just kept getting the same response Jeez. and my mum just felt terrible and just eventually had to tell me had to sit me down oh. and tell me that essentially this girl just wasn't interested, but didn't really want to be mean about it. So she was, was just saying she was busy. Yes, yeah, she kind of, in many ways, that was like such a solid parent move because she told me, you gotta, this is, this is what's happening. This is the kind of harsh reality of the, uh, the dating world. I got that taste. I got that taste. Young, Jacob. Young. It sucks when people don't like you. It, it never gets easier <laughs> to deal with. It sucks when people true, don't though. like you, but it never, it, never get, it never gets easier to deal with. And like, no, I, it's... I, I, as you grow up, you like, some people are better at facing rejection than others. I think when you're older, you can kind of compartmentalize it a little bit better. You sort of, you understand that there's different personalities, different people, and just sometimes it doesn't mesh, and it it's not really super personal, but it still sucks a little bit. I would say. Absolutely. You, do, you, do you have any sort of like let's let's kind of get a little bit older. Let's go, let's go beyond like the very very first. Let's let's do something a little bit more like soul crushing. Let's go deep. Oh yeah. Deep into the abyss. Into the abyss of my soul. <laughs> this one's from the abyss of my soul. So, um, as the my first jeans. time. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? So, so uh, the, the 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 first romantic relationships tend to be with people you go to school with, or I don't know, maybe you're in some kind of group with, like if yeah. you're an actor, or like you play a sport, like a co-ed sport. But like, I think like a big thing is the first time you meet someone somewhere else someone that your friends don't know that's not in your school sure. and that's something i really needed a little while so i met a girl at um at subverse and subverse was an all ages once a month on a sunday punk and metal show that's awesome i loved it actually it was super cool it was at like a skate uh, skate park it was like my first taste of um uh first taste of like rock shows with my friends and we used to go nuts it was awesome um, I have a couple pictures from it, I think, somewhere, and um, we're gonna so upload them. <laughs> Dude, they're <laughs> all awesome. like it or not. And uh, I think I think I'm doing double devil horns in all those pictures. By the Amazing. way, Amazing. Double double devil horns. At least you're not hanging loose. <laughs> Absolutely. I um, <laughs> I only do that now. Um, <laughs> so like uh, so you know, we, I met I met this girl, and we um, you know, I said uh, sponsored by earlier. I made the kind of sponsored by uh, sponsored by awkward messaging quips we added each other immediately on msn messenger that's, started, started that's messaging each other and she was like do you remember when someone like signed off in a, in a conversation and it said she was like 
are you dating anyone? I was like, no. She was like, awesome. And then it said like, so-and-so has signed up. And I was like, yes. So I'm super stoked. I like, you know, I'd, I'd like gone out. I'd like done the, done the legwork, met a girl. We, we started dating and it was so cool that I met her there, but like the relationship was just so awkward. I remember going out to meet her in this like really long baggy pair of three quarter length shorts and converse high tops and had this green really baggy too right no so bad so yeah. bad i think they had tassels on them too bro oh my god and like dude, <laughs> I, w- I, w- I wish i still had them i'd be wearing them right now even though it's freezing outside i uh and i remember i, I wore a, I had this green day t-shirt i loved and i wore it even though it was winter like no no jacket just so i could like because mm. sh- I, I felt like i looked better in a t-shirt <laughs> And I remember it was so awkward. We had all these conversations with each other and we'd walk around like the markets and stuff like near our houses and I wouldn't even, we wouldn't look at each other in the eye because we were so awkward. And I remember one time she said to me, she said, um, do you like the butterfly effect? And I was like, yeah, that music's okay. <laughs> she was like, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. It's an action. So it was like little awkward moments like that. One time she you called like me, totally called out. But I was just the, yeah. so stoked on it because I was like, I had this cool girlfriend that like no one in school knew, and mm-hmm. I thought it was so cool, and I was just like into it for that reason. And I was living in a fantasy world. And one day she messaged me, and uh, and told me I had some older friends, and I was uh, who played in the band, and I was on the way to a show with them in their van, and she told me, and I was just soul crushed. And um, we got some really cheap soap bar hash to take away the pain. One of them bought me some hash. And that was the first time I medicated myself from a breakup. And so that, that was interesting. Did you, what's, what's your medication of choice post breakup? <laughs> that is point? such a good question. That is such a, such a good question. I mean, it, it's got to be the classic brown. Not, not, not talking about heroin for anyone. Who's like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Dude. No, I'm talking about like I definitely think you know like a good scotch or whiskey is the uh, is definitely a good cheer up sort of cure. I mean, I, I definitely have a green thumb. Wink, wink. I guess I don't need to be so subtle considering it's, it's legal. Literally legal. But um, you know, I, I tend to find that you know it's it's best to to do the booze. You'll feel even worse the next day, but the the joy you get in that brief moment. What an endorsement of alcohol. But that that's my choice. What about yours? One time I went for just like a really long run. And oh, wait. I really thought you, good. you was like medicating. I thought you were talking about like uh, actual like some sort of substance. I was, that you but, would but, 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 but I... You said I, a run I, I, made I'm me feel like to, a piece of shit. Well, I, st- I started with, with hash, some cheap hash, and now I'm talking about running. Yeah, fair. And I felt a lot better. You evolved as a human. To a more I, I responsible did. place speaking for dealing of, with anger and grief. <laughs> speaking of evolution, let's move to the evolution of Brenton's Oof. dating career part two. It's about to get real heavy up in here. I'm, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, there's, you're gonna hear some shaking in my voice. I'm just kidding. More uh, so than usual. <laughs> yeah. Normally, I'm always upset. Yep. But uh, my first like adult breakup was uh, definitely. Ooh, it was a heavy one at the time for me because, sort of much like your story, mine sort of happened i met this girl at the tail end of high school you know i i had had a big crush on her for pretty much majority of my last senior year and you know she was the goth girl of school like every school has at least one goth that just you know what i mean no you don't dude dude, i know exactly what you mean And, and let me just say 
one of the biggest things I've never done is is hooked up with a goth. Well, goths, go, I mean, I kind of I live vicariously through you. I had a serious relationship one with one. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we we met at the last day of school. Totally had a crush on her the whole last year, and then you know, here we are, end of school year. We're skipping school together. We're having a great time. Everything's awesome. So we actually end up dating for about like two and a half years, three years. So well beyond that sort of initial leaving of school. And we even took the same program. We both studied music um, through like a secondary institute that was in school. And basically after a couple of years, it, it just ended. You know, we were going in different directions. You know, we were going in a different goth musical direction. You know, she was getting more into, you know, Bauhaus and The Cure. And I was getting more into a death metal, black metal. Dude, Actually, you know what's so funny deep. is I'm not even kidding. We kind of were, but that wasn't the reason why we broke up. Yeah. But it just kind of happened. And I remember I was okay with it at first. It just I was seemingly okay, not realizing that I had never really gone through a serious breakup at the time. So I didn't realize that I actually had, it hadn't hit me yet. And I remember the day it hit me, she, uh, she called me. It was kind of like a courtesy call and told me that she had started dating her ex-boyfriend now that's kind of when you sort of think about it that's you you like that's crazy you know and it's in the sense that we met on the last day of high school so ex-boyfriends someone way 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 back but i remember early on in the relationship being very insecure about this guy for whatever goddamn reason i was young silly you know how it is so goth (laughs) dude i was brooding at the time quick thing here yeah i know you're gonna touch on this i i actually you have no idea what i'm about to say i Um, thought you were gonna give me shit for being gothy no 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 i wasn't actually but well i i guess you could say that (laughs) i is anyone else when anyone else is listening to this are they like are they like how are there goths in australia like that's like the least goth country of all time i mean it's like it's like Dude, I have groups of goths on the beach in the summer. In like, like, do you see groups of goths on I'm, the beach? I'm, I'm so glad you said this because what it's true. Everything you're saying is so accurate because the climate in Australia, no matter really where you are in Australia, is just a different form of heat. You know, you could be on a coast where it's not as you know humid or whatever. Just like I don't expect there to be surfer bros in Scandinavia, I don't expect there to be goths in Australia, right? Like It's incredibly hard stick work. Stick to your country's cultural customs, people. <laughs> well, it's incredibly hard work because, number one, you've got to be adaptable. You've got to be able to go to the beach. You've got to, you've got to make some goth compromises. You might get a tan by accident. It's just so hot. But I remember when I was, like, 17 and wearing these long pants with long sleeve cradle of phil shirt and just looking pretty weird and some kid coming up to me and being it was a 40 degree day and he said aren't you hot in that and he was so right and i knew it but i was so stubborn that all i said was fuck off (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what i said most golf response ever anyway carry on anyways so long story short she ends up dating her ex and that's fine like but i remember just being crushed he was a goth too right he was he was the king goth he was he was everything i could never be at the time that's what i thought he was like the lead role in a locally produced vampire he was the crow he was (laughs) was, 
He was Brandon Lee if he didn't die. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> That's too, too soon. Too soon. Man, Definitely not the, too like, soon. I think early 90s. But I remember going through this RIP. really intense mourning period because I had never had like For such a significant breakup in my whole entire life. And I remember I had siblings. I had younger siblings. And I just never really thought that they really understood what was going on. But my brother told me quite recently that it was just a really weird time for everyone because I was so removed and so weird. I would listen to like Sisters of Mercy on high volume. And I used to listen to this one band that sort of released this record that was like the perfect breakup record. And it was really angsty, but I would listen to it and the lyrics were very like clear. So it was just very weird. And I went through this weird phase of, I was just so insecure and I didn't know how to meet girls. So I would go to a bar and just be so awkward, like not creepy awkward or anything, but just, I couldn't talk to anyone. And whenever I did talk, it made no sense. So you could, <laughs> and I was still going through this weird goth phase. So I was going to these like surfside nightclubs almost but i was this weird quiet gothy dude it was it was a pretty real experience so basically you now but in more black clothing (laughs) yeah just just me now but less tattooed and wearing baggier pants (laughs) so um so you know i and i think what's interesting and we've touched on a little bit is the medium of breakups you know email text in person yeah do you stay in touch with someone so um and, and what I think is really interesting also is breakups from things that were never really relationships. You know, the, the, when you have to end something with someone, but it's not yet a real thing. And I find mm. what, what's really interesting now is we kind of have this, I'd say at least I feel like with relationships now, the first month of seeing someone, it's kind of like all bets are off. You don't talk too much a lot of the time of if you're seeing other people, what you want. People are very um, blasé about stuff. And I always remember I was... Do you yeah. think that's a Toronto thing? Or do you think I, that's I, well, I was going to say, I, I wonder about that, people's lack of commitment. I, I think it's in a lot of cities, but there was this girl I was seeing a couple of years ago. We've been seeing each other for about a month and very casual. I was seeing someone else at the time. You we were laying dog. in bed. Yes, right. Um, so I, and, and we were laying in bed together. And she's like, can I ask you a question? And you know, right? Like, you know, like, yeah, can I ask you a question? Um, and she's like, what are we? And I go, people. <laughs> I was like, obviously. She's like, no, no, I mean, and I was like, I know what you mean. I was like, I don't know. And so, and we, and we, like, that was like a really awkward relationship too. Like, we weren't socially adaptable. We weren't socially adaptable, so it was fine. But like, I always remember just that, like, answer that question. Like, you know, like, what a dick answer but mm. you know i i also if anyone's listening i do want to apologize to anyone that i've dated and have not de- it's taken me a long time and i'm still learning how to interact with people on a romantic and social level i feel like the problem is we all make mistakes hopefully not big ones hopefully you don't mess up anyone's life um but the crazy thing is that you make them again and again but i do feel like as far as breakup goes I feel like getting your heart broken is a very important step to putting yourself back together and, and figuring out who you are. So I'm very grateful for all my breakups. Thank you to everyone. 
who dated me? <laughs> Honestly, I, it's it's funny, man. It's just I think it's awkward. I think that's the best way to put it. Like breakups are really awkward, and as people, we're just kind of no better way to put it. Kind of fucking crazy. We have wild emotions and we tend to go you know one way the other so breakups is just awkward because there's so much emotion involved and there's no real there are better ways to do it and there are good ways to do it but even the good ways of ending a relationship are always shitty and awkward and uncomfortable and it kind of goes for whatever side you're on i think if you're the one doing it or the one that's receiving it's just always kind of ridiculous so i i yeah i i think all breakups in some way are kind of terrible at the time but always well not always but kind of funny in hindsight that that would be sort of my synopsis on breakups as someone that's gone through countless <laughs> and now Brenton reveals his number. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna That's go on. Uh, you've all been waiting for. I'm just gonna talk oh, about every person I've ever dated. Carry the four. Uh... <laughs> I have this very specific mathematical equation I use for this. But yeah, man. Well, I feel like that's a pretty good way of ending it. I'd like to say that we're both still novices in the relationship game. And I would say that is a be. massive understatement. We are novices for life, my friend. Novices for life, and this is Novice Beginnings, signing off. Bam.